Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hello, thanks for tuning in to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. This is your host, Bethany Moore, and I'm the Communications and Projects Manager at the National Cannabis Industry Association. For more information about NCIA, please log on to www.thecannabisindustry.org. So today, I would love to introduce my guest, Eric Schissel. He is from the company Geek Tech, focusing on technology in the industry, and we're going to learn a lot more about exactly what Geek Tech does. So welcome to the show, Eric. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Great. So let's learn a little bit more about you and your professional background and history in the technology space prior to becoming part of the cannabis industry? Sure. Uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've been doing this for quite some time. I've had a number of companies over the years that I've uh, grown, sold. Well, my early in my career, I crashed, but that's... Um, oh. <laughs> that's okay. Is that part the dot-com the boom? The whole dot-com boom? Is that what you're yeah, referencing? Yeah, I that. Yeah, oh, well, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, learned a lot of lessons. <laughs> and um, so... My last exit was about nine years ago, and then I spent uh, two years figuring out what I wanted to do, and then I noticed that there was a significant gap in the marketplace in general for um, high-touch, high-quality IT services, managed IT services, and and increasingly um, security services. So I started uh, Geek Tech from a Google ad and, or restarted, I should say. It's been my company for 20 years, but I rebooted Mm -hmm. 
uh, with a Google ad and uh, a spot on my couch. And here we are a few years later. Now we have, uh, you know, 40 employees, uh, locations in multiple uh, cities, and we have a national reach. Wow, that is fantastic. I, I, I like the story of, uh, oh, it started on my couch, and now I actually have a fully functioning company. That's, uh, that, that's a lot of growth to manage. It is, and fortunately, earlier in my career, I've had, I had a ton of experience growing companies, uh, myself and on behalf of our clients. So one of the things that we focus on as a company is scaling, both internally and uh, for our clients. Because when you grow, as many of the companies in the cannabis space are, uh, you tend to not think about the fundamentals, or, or I should say, rethink the fundamentals mm-hmm. at a regular interval. And so what happens is that this this growth happens, and everybody gets hired and gets onboarded, and then all of a sudden you don't know where your data is. You don't know. You don't have an onboarding process. You don't know who's securing your your data, and you're too busy growing to think about it. And so, yeah, we grew really fast, but this is not my first rodeo. And then, in fact, gotcha. scaling is one of our specialties. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I can definitely speak to the growth that NCIA has had since I started working. In fact, my four-year anniversary was late January, hey. um, and I was like employee number four, maybe. And we are we are 16 strong now. Um, so we have definitely experienced that growth, and you know. Uh, where many of us used to wear multiple hats. Now we've hired more people and we're becoming more focused in our roles. Stuff like that. It's really cool. And technology has certainly been a part of that as we're managing a membership database and things like that. So that that so moving on from that into the cannabis space, which <laughs> itself is is growing and scaling and companies expanding and contracting and everything in between. How and and why did you get into cannabis? I mean, knowing it's federally illegal and there are many hurdles, um, what's your reason for becoming a part of this and how did you get in? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. I, I, I have a lot of reasons for being in the space. Firstly, I'm a believer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a I'm a believer in um, in federal legalization and and normalization of marijuana, and I have been you know, for practically my entire adult life. Um, in terms of being interested in the space, I've always been curious about it, but it's not been very mature. And about three years ago, I started doing a little bit of investing in the space and got my feet wet. Um, in a very limited way. And then last year, I actually uh, went to the NCIA CCIA conference up in Oakland, and I started asking questions about data security, about what are you guys doing when you scale? You know, you can see, you know, when, when California uh, finally gets rolling, I mean, there's going to be a ton of acquisitions and roll-ups and companies going out. And how, how are you guys planning on doing that? And the answers I got were, not exactly what I was hoping for, and so deer I deer in a head, deer in a headlight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, people kept pointing me over to a particular uh, platform vendor's booth and saying, "Well, you know, we've already had a breach," and you know the, you know the 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 issue isn't if the industry needs help scaling and help securing itself. It's a question of when, and what the audience 
actually looks like and what inflection point does a company have to get to in order to recognize that they've got a situation that they need to deal with mm -hmm. and so I started speaking at conferences the next conference I went to I was a speaker then I moderated a panel and and so on and so forth and everybody is interested in this topic the the question is when are people ready in their growth to adopt the proper procedures when frankly it's not even uh, mandated in most states mm -hmm. so states like Florida for instance uh, you know they require HIPAA compliance we do HIPAA day in and day out that's second nature to us but most states aren't enacting laws that that, that help protect patient data and we are talking about patient data because HIPAA is a, a federal law it doesn't apply and so not only is the industry fascinating from a growth perspective it's it's fascinating in in the the entire idea that an industry can come out of the shadows and form a new vertical in america now <laughs> the last yeah. time we saw this was the dot-com boom and the yeah. cell phone revolution and this is a very exciting time to be a part of the industry i don't know why people would not want to be in it uh federal you know, rules aside. There's that. There's that for sure. Um, <laughs> so as of today, tell me more about Geek Tech and your current role and and, and what, what you're up to. Yeah. So um, Geek Tech is a managed IT services firm and a managed uh, IT security firm. So we we fit into our clients' uh, organizations in a number of different ways, and it's very much need and growth dependent. So in some companies, uh, you know, we have a, a food manufacturer client. We are their entire IT department. We have somebody mm -hmm. staffed there full time, and, and they make food day in and day out, and we are monitoring around the clock. For other companies that don't have that intense needs, we're their fractional IT department. In some cases, we're just advisors. In other cases, we only handle security, networking, or virtualization. So we segment our services in such a way that it makes sense to the company that we're talking to because everybody's needs are slightly different. Even though our toolkit is relatively the same, it's a question of application. Mm -hmm. And so with a lot of our clients, for instance, a lot of cannabis clients are coming to us and saying, look, we're a little um, afraid of you know, us losing our data. Okay, so we provide managed backup as a service mm -hmm. or managed encryption of all their devices. If somebody loses their laptop, that data is both backed up and encrypted. So if somebody picks up the laptop, they can't access it, and then when the person gets a new one, it gets downloaded there. Um, my role is in setting the vision and the, the path forward for both my companies and our clients. Uh, I don't have a ton of day-to-day -day responsibilities um, in the project uh, service delivery and, and sales side of it. It's not, you know, I have a, a team that is quite competent at all of those things that handles much of that. But what I do is a lot of outreach. I do a lot of education. I do on the road a lot trying to um, continue our growth. I, I'm just fascinated by growth and scaling and that's Fortunately, where I am in my career and uh, at my role at Geek Tech is purely what I'm focused on. Yeah, that sounds great. I mean, I think uh, building a company and having having t talented people do do the work, freeing you up to lead 
um, is an awesome place to be. So congratulations on on building a company and and getting to travel and preach the gospel of the work you're doing. Uh, <laughs> I think we have to take a commercial break. Uh, so everyone stay tuned to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio, and we'll be back in just a minute to talk more with Eric Schlissel of Geek Tech. Stay tuned. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Look at how people are transforming cannabis from the shadows of the black market into a cash crop that draws in cannabis from Hollywood to Wall Street. Lewis Goldberg and Ann Donahue prove the green rush is real. Wednesdays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, only on CannabisRadio.com. Okay, we are back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio, and we've been talking with Eric Schlissel of Geek Tech, who focuses on technology and data protection, uh, not just in the cannabis industry, but for other industries as well. Uh, Welcome back to the show, Eric. Thank you. All right, so let's dive in a bit. Um, As we've hinted at, the cannabis industry is becoming so much more sophisticated and complex, and as you pointed out, data security and compliance around that data is complicated and critical. Uh, So let's talk more about that. Generally speaking, do you have a philosophy as we wade further into the current administration and Attorney General Jeff Sessions' agenda of prohibition and wet blanket boohoo stuff. Uh, do, you, do you have a philosophy about how to do this from your perspective? Uh, I could sum it up in a sentence. Watch your back. Very, very good. I like that. That is right on. Because <laughs> CYA. <laughs> 
CYA, right? right? <laughs> Absolutely. We just don't know where this is going to go. And there are too many variables. You know, my, my role, you know, getting back to my role a little bit, is about risk management. That's what our company does. And so I look at this and I think about what risks there are. And it's nearly impossible to account for all scenarios. But what I can say is that companies that are buttoning up their security, that are really focused on ensuring that they are compliant as much as they can be, and are taking this seriously, uh, those companies are the ones that are going to have not only a competitive advantage, but an advantage in whatever comes. We don't know what it looks like, but we know that there's going to be additional wrinkles. There's no way that this is a smooth ride uh, from here on out. And so we have to cover our backs. Everybody does. And that does include perimeter security, looking out for people coming in, looking out for your own employees stealing your data. There's so many vectors that uh, malicious uh, attackers can get in through that it's nearly, um, it's hard to think of all of them. But what we, what we try to do when we're watching everybody's backs is we try to make the barrier to entry hard enough so that most people won't bother. Mm-hmm. That is the best we can do in a world where we have state-sanctioned hackers coming after high-value targets. Most hackers, in my experience, uh, are, they're not lazy, but they definitely look for easier targets that are high-value. And so the higher value the target, the, the, the higher the bar needs to be in order to gain entry. And once they gain entry, if they are that determined, we have to make sure that everything's hardened so that it's not a valuable target after all. And so, you know, getting back to your question about what what do we do, what we do is we make it hard for um, we we just make it hard for everybody to get into trouble in the first place. And if trouble does happen, we make it easy to protect the data that they have. Got it. Very important stuff there. Um, so, is there a difference between the data? in a medical cannabis program versus adult use. I mean, these are all state-based programs, which obviously is very complicated and everything varies from state to state. So can we talk about that difference maybe, if there is one about data for medical versus adult use? So medical data is uh, very akin to medical data in a doctor's office. It ha- they, there are patient records that have to be secured. In most states, as, as I mentioned earlier, there isn't a rule around that. And so we like when we hear our clients taking that seriously. And, and you know, we like the industry to take that a little more seriously. And, and there's some great organizations out there that are developing standards for that. And in the medical market, we do need to look at this as we would a doctor's office. Now, in the rec market, it's more about privacy in general than uh, medical records in specific. So one of the things that we run up against quite a bit when we take on clients is that everybody wants to access their security cameras remotely. Uh, It's just, it's so horribly insecure. The people that are programming the camera systems that you buy at Costco or wherever, they're not a security focused company in terms of their programming. Many people keep the default passwords. So let's just think about that for a second, regardless (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if it's medical or recreational, let's say somebody is watching your cameras and seeing 
the the cash flow or the product flow. Oh, real- creepy! So it's creepy. creepy. Yeah, that's creepy as all get out, but that's happening. We've seen Ugh. it. Um, so you know, they wreck and um, medical both have different parameters that we'd use. But what I would say is that what unifies them is the intellectual property that businesses are generating. And so, you know, if we get past the um, uh, dispensary level and we start talking about ancillary businesses, we start talking about um, grow operations and so on. Well, now there's a whole nother layer of security and, and privacy that's required because this is intellectual property that people are generating. These are IoT, internet connected grow lights and nutrient systems and access control systems. All of this needs to be tied down. It's not just about the data on a laptop. It's about access to the network and it's about access to all of the moving pieces that go into operating a modern business. And and most industries are really have a different approach than the cannabis industry does. The cannabis industry is, is quite reactive uh, naturally because the rules keep changing and everybody yeah. has to keep evolving. Um, but in more established it. industries, this is a, you know, what we're talking about is standard practice. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I think you may have answered part of my next question to you about what kind of data the cannabis industry has that would require encryption when we're talking about securing that data. So patient records, um, financial transactions, things like that. Does that sound right? Yeah. Additionally, there's, um, you know, lab results. Okay. You don't want those getting out. There's um, the, you know, in in some cases we have, um, you know, deliveries that are going out that have manifests. We don't want that getting out. Okay. We don't want the infrastructure to be compromised, and we certainly don't want ransomware to be spread around a network. Um, There are... Uh, there's so many ways that people can get in, as I mentioned, but there's a number of um, uh, areas that that we should focus on when we talk about data. When we talk about data, we talk about anything generated by a computer that is of value to the company or to somebody else. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Quickly, I, I've, I've got one more question after this to ask you before we have to take a commercial break, but you mentioned you have seen an example of the cannabis, and I'm sure you've seen many examples of someone in the cannabis industry being targeted for cybercrime, and you said there was one where somebody hacked into the cameras. That's a crazy example. Do you, do you have another crazy example, or maybe talk more about that one? Well, sure. So, what Okay, security is this constant struggle between uh, uh, um, convenience versus security, right? Like nobody wants a two-factor authentication. Nobody wants to go to their phone and type in an extra code to get on a website. Everybody wants the easiest path forward. And when speed is prioritized over security, security gaps happen. And, And there's not a lot of policy writing around that in this industry. So we have seen in on the dispensary side a lot of people just throwing up a wireless network and using the default administrative password and allowing their guest network, their guests to get on their network. Well, huh. in most retail businesses, that would not be allowed because of PCI. 
PCI compliance as mandated by credit card uh, companies. Well, you know what? When there's no PCI and there's no standards, you see all kinds of crazy things. People uh, throwing together whatever they can find just because it's fast or using some local IT guy that doesn't really quite understand how much cash is going through these operations. And further, with access control, We've seen people prop door opens for uh, open for other people. We've seen, you know, the people leaving a book in the door to just allow anybody into a lab. I, we've seen it all, and it's again, it's a question of uh, understanding what risk is, and understanding how simple a few procedures and a few policies in place, uh, how mu- how much risk can be reduced by common sense practices. Yep, I, I totally get that for sure. Um, so we're going to take one more commercial break, uh, but when we come back, uh, I want to ask if there's one simple thing that anyone, no matter what kind of business they're operating, could do to protect their data, something simple. So uh, stay tuned. We're going to take our last commercial break here, and then we'll be right back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio, so please stay tuned. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you life yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crap, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. What do master growers, dispensary owners, extraction artists, and infusion chefs all have in common? They'll all be in Denver, Colorado at NCIA Seed the Sales Show, February 7th and 8th. Don't miss a chance to learn alongside 3,000 of the cannabis industry's best and brightest in three highly focused tracks about cultivation, infused products and extractions, and business strategies and innovation. Network and shop for all of your business needs across 40,000 square feet of Expo 4. NCIA Seed the Sales Show. SeedTheSalesShow.com. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be. The Vuber way. Dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space. Sean Eubanks hosts Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Wednesdays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we are back on NCI's Cannabis Industry Voice, wrapping up our geek tech conversation with Eric Schlissel, a member of NCIA. So before the break, I asked if you could think of 
just one simple tip for anybody in the cannabis industry or no matter what kind of business they're operating, what is just one easy, simple thing that you can do right now, today, after this podcast is over to protect your data? Back it up. Back it up twice. And back it up three times. It sounds like a dance move, but yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. I try to be funny sometimes. (laughs) So, you know, what what people don't what people don't realize is just how vulnerable they are until it's too late. Ransomware is no joke, and making sure that you have multiple copies of your most important company data, even if it is on the cloud. The cloud is not a security solution. The cloud is just abstraction. There's a multitude of ways that you can lose all of your information regardless of where it lives. Back it up. Back it up offline. Put it in a safe. Do whatever you need to do to make sure that if a catastrophe hits, you're not blindsided by it. That's that's really good, practical, pragmatic advice for just about anybody. So thank you for sharing that. Um, okay, so Geek Tech's a member of NCIA, obviously. You've spoken at our conferences. Um, have you attended some of our smaller regional networking events, the quarterly cannabis caucuses? Yeah, I sure have. Cool. Uh, so what were those experiences like for you, um, connecting with your industry peers and talking with them about security and data? Oh, it, it's fantastic. I, I wish there were more, uh, or I could go to more in different markets. Um, the... The last one I was at, I had some of the best conversations that I've had in the industry. Uh, People are really becoming aware of what we're doing, what it takes to scale a company, and it's just such an exciting time right now. People are coming up with some great ideas, some great takes on old ideas, and even that, outside of the data and security world that I live in, just hearing the entrepreneur stories, uh, it's just unlike anything I've experienced before, and I have been through the dot-com boom. This is just something else entirely, and so those are a good opportunity to get out and meet peers, to meet people that are doing different things, and to, to form collaborations. This is a very welcoming community, and I, I do encourage everybody to go to their quarterly uh, meetings as much as possible. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, if you are a member of NCIA, um, it's included in your membership to be able to register and attend any of the quarterly cannabis caucuses uh, complimentary. Um, if you're not a member, it's just 50 bucks. And we hold these quarterly, hence quarterly cannabis caucuses. So uh, January, April, July, and October, we hit this year, it's eight regions, um, so you can definitely find out more about those on NCIA's website. Um, Eric, you also attend, um, you mentioned earlier, some of our larger conferences. Um, we co-hosted the California Cannabis Business Conference in Anaheim last September in conjunction with our state affiliate, CCIA, the California Cannabis Industry Association. Um, I think everybody is excited about California and that conference was so exciting because we're just we were leading up to January 1st and we're talking about let's be real the launch of the sixth largest economy in the world opening up to legal cannabis let's talk about that excitement (laughs) oh my goodness yeah so I was actually on a panel about 
security. And it was the first time in the industry anybody had spoken at a conference about data security. And I was on the panel with a bunch of uh, the physical security guys. And, and um, it was, uh, yeah, it was a room of 450 people that cared about security. And, and that's <laughs> that in itself is very exciting. Uh-huh. Uh, the buzz on the floor was just... Um, palpable. You can feel it. You can feel people vibing. And Lori Ajax uh, was there and, and the, the rules were coming down and everybody was a buzz about what this next year is going to look like. The excitement was just it's just unreal. And so, so, yeah, I've been to a number of conferences and you're right, you know, that one in particular was uh, it, it was very um, memorable and it, it's, uh, we're living in a moment of time that most people don't get to experience those of us in the industry that are are watching things unfold. Uh, it's it's unique, and I talk to my team about this all the time. That there are very few times in a lifetime when you get to see so much change so fast, so much good, so much excitement and uh, um, uh, uh, innovation that. You know, we really need to all take a look around at the people next to us and and share the moment. It's it's very exciting, and so, yeah, you know, being at these events, um, you know, make it all um, make it all that much better. And I, I look forward to see the sale next week, actually, um, up in in Denver. Yeah, definitely. Me too. One. Uh, yeah, so we'll be back in California for another California-focused conference. Uh, the second California Cannabis Business Conference will be October 22nd and 23rd of 2018, and we'll be back in Anaheim again. Um, and then we're also there a bit sooner in July for our our, our major, our sixth, is it sixth annual now, um, Cannabis Business Summit and Expo. Uh, so all that information is available on the NCIA website. And I look forward to connecting with you and all the other NCIA members at these events, both large and small. Um, so thank you again, Eric, for joining us. We're running out of time here, but I appreciate you chatting with us today about this topic. And thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure, and I'll see you next week. Absolutely. Uh, So thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. Until next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.